0: it would take him sooner rather than later. He had already endured so much. The pretty man before him could be an angel from the darkest bowels of hell and Misaki would still go with him. Maybe he could be warm for a few minutes. Or even have the endless ache in his stomach eased by a bit of broth. He could only dream of having someone to hold him again like Hyan had. Hope was by far the cruelest of emotions. My friend here offers contracts for favors. You'll have food, shelter, security, all the clothes and pretty things you could ever hope for. And all you have to do is work for him. Ease the troubles of others, provide pleasure, and be all they hope to ever attain, even if it's only for half an hour. You want me to be a prostitute? Misaki couldn't see anyone wanting the battered shell he was. Starved, emaciated. Ugly. Who would pay for that? And then there was his curse. I can't touch people. I I see things. The older man sighed. (sighs) Useless, Paris. If you want a charity case, so be it, but I don't know how I can use them. Uh, Six weeks, Bart. What is your name, child? The younger man, Paris, asked. Misaki. Misaki Ito. Please take me with you. Or kill me. Anything but leave me in this misery for one more day. A shining star indeed. Six weeks, Bart, and you'll be unable to hide the brightness of this little gem. One. Two years later. The weight suffocated him. It should have been hot, but it was just cold and rank, heavy on his chest. Then there was the smell, almost sweet but not. Rot. He shoved at them, pushing one away only to have another collapse on top of him. He'd suck in a quick breath, then struggled to find the next. He clawed his way through the flesh, crawling over the broken, the dead, and the decayed, until he finally saw the sky. Black as night, covered with soot, even in the middle of the day. The air was toxic his heart hammered in his chest. Across the expansive pit of lifeless bodies, he could vaguely see creatures sitting around the edge, gnawing on the remains. The sound came to him first, that awful wet chewing, and then his eyes made out the edges of the thing, almost human-like, hunched through the shoulders, Long arms, clawed hands, and legs bent oddly backward. Shane recognized that one, as the last of the soldier's humanity fell away while he chewed on the newly dead. They'd once been brothers in arms. Most had fallen to the man-made plague that either killed or mutated. The rest were probably just kindling, added to this endless pit of death. Like him, That one had survived. Shane couldn't remember the man's name, just the face. It almost seemed like a lifetime ago they'd shared a time in the barracks before the war. Memories seemed to be of a different life, and quickly fading. Shane dragged himself on top of the corpses, panting and trying to breathe through a new smattering of pain that ripped across his body. Muscles clenching, rippling, shifting, caused an endless ache that he couldn't remember the source of. His back flexed, skin tearing from wounds he didn't know he had. He let out a pain-filled moan. The creature looked up, startled by the noise, eyes narrowing. A growl tore from its throat, followed seconds later by a horrible howl. Shane jerked at the sound, falling backward into the pit which seemed to drop out from beneath him. Darkness closed over his head. He let out a strangled cry as he hit something hard, rolled, and landed. He lay there a moment or two, brain slowly working. Until finally he opened his eyes and stared at the dusty underside of his king-size bed. His phone sat on the nightstand. Chirping a shrill noise that made him groan. He dry washed his face and yanked himself up off the floor. Always the same dream. He'd have thought that.